pray that the heavens will open over you. Pray that the Lord Himself will give you a word, a word that will change you, a word that will transform you, a word that will bring about recovery. Jesus, and every one of us, those in this place, those connected, I pray that your precious anointing will flow upon us. I pray that you touch us. I pray that you do a new thing in our lives. Take us to another level. In Jesus' name have we prayed, and all the saints shall say amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap of friend as you take your seat. Oh, I'm not hearing you give the Lord a mighty clap. Oh, give the Lord a mighty clap of friend as you take your seat. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn to the person next to the person. I'm, I'm happy to see you. Tell another person you are welcome into the house of the Lord. I want to acknowledge all those connected online there. Today is our prophetic encounter service. I want to acknowledge the various branches there. Soutum branch, the Achimota branch, the East Legon branch, the um, Bantama branch, and the Aloga Junction branch, and then also all those watching across the world. Hallelujah. I believe that God is going to speak to each and every one of us distance is not a barrier the spirit of god is with us the spirit of god is with you also and i believe that god is taking us to another level of glory how many of you are ready to move to another level how many of you are ready to move to your not your next level if you believe it say i'm ready for my next level hallelujah god is going to speak to you the word of god is going to usher you to another realm in jesus name the word of god is going to push you in the name of jesus hallelujah you know, sometimes somebody can be climbing some stairs and maybe the person or climbing a ladder and the person is having some difficulty all the person needs is for someone to prop the person up can i tell you something god is bringing a word that will prop you up god is bringing a word that will push you up god is bringing a word that will push you into another level push you into another room in jesus name amen turn to the person next to you tell the person you are welcome to the month of september of course, today is, today is the 4th of September, but um, today is the first Sunday of the month of September. Amen. And for some of us, maybe this is the first time we are seeing somebody, we are seeing a church member in the month of September. You want to tell the, another person that welcome to the month of September. Amen. Let's turn about the book of 1 Corinthians 9 verse 24 to 27. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 24 to 27. I'm using the King James translation. This is Paul writing and Paul is writing to the church at Corinth and he says something very instructive in this portion of scripture. From this scripture, we're going to get a prophetic word for the month of September. Amen. First Corinthians 9 verse 24, it says that, Know ye not that they which run in the race run all, but one receiveth the prize. May you receive the prize in Jesus' name. Receive grace to run this race in Jesus' name. He says, so run that ye may what obtain. Run that ye may obtain the prize. In other words, there are some people that run, but they don't obtain the prize. <laughs> there are some people that run a race, but they don't win the prize. There are some people that run the race. We don't hear about them. They don't receive any award. They don't receive any medal. Medals are given to champions. 
And so this scripture is teaching us that we ought to be champions. I want to ask you a question. In your life, are you a champion? In the things that you do, are you a champion? In your field of endeavor, are you a champion? God is calling each and every one of us to be champions wherever we find ourselves. Whatever field that God has placed you in, God wants you to be a champion. I want you to declare to yourself, I'm a champion. Declare to yourself, if you are watching online, you can type it in the chat session. But if you are in any of our branches, then declare to yourself, I am a champion. Hallelujah. So it says that, so run that ye may obtain. And every, verse 25, and every man that striveth for the mastery. Wow. Every man that what? That striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Is temperate in all things. And look at what he's saying. He's saying that now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. But we an incorruptible crown. We an incorruptible hallelujah verse 26 says that i therefore so run not as uncertainly so fight not as one that beateth the air wow but i keep under my body and bring it into subjection lest that by any means when i'm when i have preached to others i myself should be a castaway i feel an anointing i feel the power of god's spirit tell me let you get ready for the anointing Tell somebody anointing will hit you. Amen. The prophetic focus for the month of September, the word that God has given us for the month of September, is striving for mastery. Tell yourself, I'm striving for mastery. Declare, I'm striving for mastery. That is the word that God has given us for the month of September. Striving for mastery. Striving for mastery. Striving for mastery. God wants each and every one of us to strive. How many of you enjoyed the prophetic word for the month of August? Oh, yes. <laughs> How many of you like the prosperity that people were receiving and all that? Wow. You know, somebody said this week, somebody has sent, sent me a message. Well, my daughter sent me a message. She was like, you know, she was, she was, she's been working at government institution. And you know, sometimes government institutions that salaries delay and all that because she just started working. So for one year, she had not been paid. And she said that she, when the prophetic word came that angels of prosperity have been released, she just said to herself that no, she's releasing the angels to cause the government to release all the, the, all the arrests you her. In the, just as August ended, the money came to her. <laughs> and you know what she said? She said that other people that have started working before her, even a year, year her seniors, they have still not received their pay. They have still not received their arrests, but she has received hers. It's a miracle. I declare that whatever is yours shall come to you. Whatever is due, you shall come to you in the name of Jesus. Can I tell you something? The angels of prosperity are still working. If you didn't get yours in the month of August, you shall get yours. Greater is coming to you in this month in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a mighty shout and say, I receive. Hallelujah. Now, I want to tell you something. That in the month of August, when the Lord said that angels of prosperity have been released to us, I want to teach you something. Can I teach you something? Let me tell you something. The, our, our scripture for the month of August was God gives us the power to do what? To create wealth. He gives us the power to create wealth. Let me tell you something. The way God wants to bless you is not by miracle money. <laughs> can, can, can I preach it? The way God wants to bless you is not by miracle money. The way God wants to bless you is not purely based on somebody coming to dash you money. 
even though that can take place the way god wants to bless you is to give you the power to create wealth let me tell you something anytime you receive miracle money anytime favor locates you that somebody decides to bless you it is a sign and a wonder and the reason why god caused those miracles to happen to us to us in the month of august among other things was number one to teach us that god is interested in our basic needs amen, amen. to teach you also that i'm sent by god to you god wanted to prove his word that he has sent me as a prophet to you so he made his word come to pass but I want you to understand something that God doesn't want you to live at that level of miracle money otherwise every day you'll be praying that somebody should come and give you money every day you'll be sitting there one week will pass and maybe somebody has not brought you money what will you do in that week so the Bible tells us that the children of Israel when they were in the wilderness what happened manna was falling for them always they were getting manna they were always getting manna why because they were in the wilderness but did God want them to be in the wilderness the reason why sometimes God will let some financial provision miracle money come to you is because possibly you are in the wilderness but listen the Bible says when the children of Israel entered the promised land the day they entered the manna ceased and now do you know what god wanted them to do god wanted them to plant god wanted them to create wealth god did not let manna fall down to them they now had to create their prosperity according to the ability of god <laughs> I, I, i'm feeling you i'm feeling you <laughs> hallelujah god wants you to create what wealth so look through scripture anytime there was miracle money the people were possibly in debt or there was a famine and, and the god would come through and provide supernaturally for them but after that supernatural provision has come god now expects them to always what create wealth amen and so in the month of august the lord said the lord caused us to experience supernatural financial provisions and miracles but brothers and sisters i'm telling you the word of god as god sent apostle and prophet to you i'm telling you that the way by which you are going to live in the realm of continuous financial increase continuous provision continuous abundance god doesn't want you to be in the place where there's no money in your account and they are praying that oh father then this is your prayer father according to the word of pastor philip in this week let somebody send me 200 ghana is that how god wants you to live no god wants you to live where there's more than 50,000 ghana in your account ah there's more than 50,000 ghana cities in your account you are not going it's, it's not like when you're when you're when you're driving out of your house and you're praying that father touch somebody to to send me money for food oh oh yeah they are praying that god let somebody send me 50 ghana for lunch oh is that how god wants you to live no 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 that is not how god wants you to live god wants you to live in the realm of increase and abundance he says that your cup will run over your cup must be continuously running over so that you can be a blessing to other people. May you be a blessing to other people in Jesus' name. May you move beyond miracle money to abundance and supply. Receive excess supply. Receive abundance in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. How are we going to live in that realm of abundance? How are we going to live in that realm of excess supply? 
How are we going to live in that realm of abundance? By this prophetic word. By this prophetic word. Striving for mastery. Striving what? For mastery. Tell the person next to you, striving for mastery. Say to yourself, I'm striving for mastery. Hallelujah. You know, each and every one of us, God has given us giftings and skills and talents. God has given us what? Abilities. Someone say, God has given me giftings and skills and talents and abilities. You have to use those gifting, skills, talents, and abilities to create wealth. And the reason why sometimes we don't experience a certain kind of wealth is because we are not striving for mastery. When you strive for mastery, you'll be prosperous. When you, when you are a master in what you are doing, money will come to you. Isn't it? You know, recently, a man of God, I was just watching, and there's a certain singer, many of us may know that singer, Moses Bliss. And I saw how a man of God flew Moses Bliss and his team all the way to another country just so that Moses Bliss would come and sing. Uh, the, the wife, it was a wise bird, and the wife likes his, his, his song. You are too faithful to fail me. So he, the, the man of God flew him just so, and, and to surprise the wife. So when the wife woke up in the morning, before she realized Moses Bliss was in the hall singing the song, You are too faithful to fail me. Do you know how much the man of God would give Moses Bliss? To fly him and his team. Just to sing. Just to sing 30 minutes. And then go back. 30 minutes and go back. You know why that will happen? It's because he's a master at what he does. The reason why people are broke is because they are not masters at what they are doing. They are not striving for mastery. What does the Bible say? The Bible says that seest thou a man skilled in his business. He will stand before great men. I want to ask you a question. Are you skilled in what you are doing? And now mediocrity. We live in a generation where a lot of people are mediocre in the things that they do. They have not worked on their skill. They have not attained mastery. But like I told you, it is it's masters that are crowned. The first is the one that is giving the medal. May you receive a medal in Jesus' name. May you decide to strive in Jesus' name. May you decide to move forward in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know what the Bible says? The Bible tells us that a man's gift will make room, room for him. A man's gift will make room for him. But the person has to work on his gift so that his gift will make room for him. I want to ask you a question. Is your gift making room for you? Do you know what it, do you know what it means for a man's gift to make room for him? Let me give you an illustration that will help you see what, a, what it means when the Bible says that a man's gift will make room for him. You know there can be traffic. There can be thick traffic where nobody can move. Isn't it? In, in, in that traffic where nobody can move, confusion everywhere, left, right, center, everything. Can, can I tell you something? A diplomat can be coming and sirens will be blowing and police patrol will be moving ahead. They'll create room for him. We don't know how the room will be created, but the gift, the man's gift, the diplomat, the government official, room will be created for him in the traffic. And then he'll go and you, you'll be there in the traffic. <laughs> he, he'll go and the mediocre people will be there in the traffic. The people who have not strived for mastery, they'll remain in the traffic. I remember the other day, God's servant, Papa Adeboye, he went into a certain country, I think it was Liberia, he went to, he was going to preach, and it, looked, it was as if he was late. And you know what happened? There was traffic in the place. 
he said that he was in the car and he was telling God that God I've never been late for a service before and all of a sudden a madman came out of the bushes and the madman hit all the cars in front of the man of God and, and moved and the madman caused all the cars to move to the left and right they created room for the man of God and the man of God moved when, when, when the madman finished clearing the cars you know what he did I'm saying the madman he came from the bush oh. And then he came to clear the cast in front of the man of God. When he finished clearing, he came in front where the man of God, the window of the man of God, and saluted him. And he walked back into the bush. The anointing of the man of God created room for him. What would you have done in such a situation? <laughs> would you have gotten down from your car and picked Okada and be sweating? You are going for a business meeting. You have gotten, because of traffic, you have gotten down and you have picked Okada. Oh! It is because people are not striving for mastery. But when you strive for mastery, it will create room for you. A man's gift will create room for you. I pray for you. Receive grace to strive for mastery. Receive grace to be a master in what you do. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 9 verse 24, it says that, Know ye not that they which run in a race, they run all. Everybody runs the race. All of us. How many people are in Ghana? We are all running this race. Everybody is in the race. But look at what he says. He says that by one receiveth the prize. And he's saying that so run that ye may obtain. There's a way you can run to obtain the prize. I realize in life that there are some people they do not run to obtain the prize. There are some people in life, eh? you know, there are some people in life, they have not made up their mind to be prosperous. There are some people, they, are, they have not made up their minds to be rich. They have not made up their minds to be successful. There are some people, when they went to school, they didn't make, their, make, make up their minds to have first class. They went, they went to the school. They didn't make up their mind that they want to pass with distinction. All their desire was that they will not trail. Oh God! 41 is enough. Or either, either the pass mark is 40. The pass, oh God, even 40.1. 40.1, I'll thank you. And that is why they got 40.1. But there were those that, you know, there were those that, there were those that they made up their mind to have distinction. So you see that you are in the class. You got 40 and you're happy. Somebody got 98, the person is sad. The person says that the person is going to see the lecturer. There, there must be a mistake. <laughs> there, there's an issue. 98%, but the person is not happy. There's an issue. And you realize that the person will even go, and the lecturer will realize that, oh, it's true, I made a mistake, and change it to 100 for the person. But there's another person in the class who is not striving for mastery. Can I tell you something? You know, I, you know, when God gave me this word, I, I realized that, no, if we don't strive for mercy as Christians, we have failed our generation. I'm telling you. How can you say that you have the anointing? How can you say you speak in tongues? You are born of, you are born of Holy Ghost and, and you don't strive for mercy in your field of endeavor. You have failed God. You have failed yourself. You have failed your generation. But it ought not to be so. God is calling us to strive for mercy. I don't know what field you are in but you must strive for mastery. He says that everyone runs in the race, but not all receive the prize. 
run that ye may obtain the prize. Run that you be the best. Decide to be the best in what you do. What field are you in? What what are you doing? Decide. You know, this week I I, I watched a message. So I watched a video and when uh, some of you may have watched when Delay interviewed Doctor Yuen. I watched. I watched delay. Inter- I watched the delay. In- How many of you watched it? Delay interview Doctor Yuen, and then she tried to uh, push him with hard questions. Say he's a con man. Say a lot of things and all. At the same time, she even commented about his teeth. He commented, you know. But as I watched the, the the interview, I got a lot of lessons from it. I said to myself that wow, look at this Mr. Doctor Yuen. The way he has dressed, he doesn't look handsome. The way he has dressed, there's no style in it. It's true, his teeth is some way. His English too is not so good. And I said to myself that, how was, rather than we say he's a con man, we should be asking ourselves that, if you say, how was he able to convince uh, all these officials, these dignitaries, people who are brighter than him, people who, people who are better than him, how was he able to convince all of them to come for his program? How was he able to convince dignitaries to come for his program? You that you are accusing him, what have you done? Have you seen Sarkoda? He, he has seen Sarkoda. He was able to call Sarkoda to come for his program. Have you spoken to Sarkoda before? And you are laughing at Dr. Yuen. Hey, your teeth is nicer than Dr. Yuen, but what have you done with your nice teeth? You, you speak better English than Dr. Yuan, but what have you done with your better English? You are more handsome than Dr. Yuan. What have you done with your handsomeness? When I watched Dr. Yuan, I watched her, I said, Sir, I salute you. You have done what many could have not been able to do. You deserve, to, you are not a con man. You are a skilled man. He's not a con man. He's a skilled man. He's skilled in what he does. Are you skilled in what, are you able to bring dignitaries to come to your program? When you have a program, how many people attend? What are the caliber of people that attend? He was able to pull all top dignitaries in the nation and, and diplomats and ambassadors to come for his program and then we criticize him. He's not a con man. I'm telling you, he's a skilled man. He's a skilled man. He, 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 has, he, has, he strove for mastery in what he does and he got good success. Are you striving for mastery in what you are doing? You that you have anointing, are you striving for mastery? You that you are born of God, are you striving for mastery? May you strive for mastery in Jesus' name. He says that so run. And look at what he says, verse 25. He says that, and every man that striveth for the mastery. Look at what he says. He says, is temperate in all things. The reason why a lot of people are mediocre is because they have not learned to be temperate in all things. What does it mean to be temperate in all things? I'll show you. If somebody is a singer, ask the singers, the skilled singers, they don't take ice water. They don't take ice cream. They don't take fatty things. You, you call yourself a singer. They be ice cream. Everything you are eating, Sam, you are not temperate. Everything you are eating, Sam, eating a Ubedina, then you change the keys like that because every ice water, who deep block, oh Jesus. Can I, can I, can I, can I preach it? I can feel it. Every 
every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. You know, I, I read about a certain Greek, a Greek orator, a Greek orator. I, I, I think the name is Descartes or so. You know what he, he, you know what he did? Because he wanted to develop his oratory skills. You know what he did? He went to the beach side. He filled his mouth with pebbles, and he was speaking about the sound of the waves, so that he can develop his oratory skills. This is a man that is temperate in all things. A man that is developing his skill. You Listen, when you see a successful person, know that the person has been temperate. Know that the person, what does it mean to be temperate in all things? It means to give up legitimate things. It means to take the narrow road. To give up. There's nothing wrong with drinking cold water. There's nothing wrong with sleeping for eight hours a day. But my brother, my sister, if you want to strive for mastery. <laughs> my brother, my sister. Someone say, my brother, my sister. If you want to strive for mastery, you can't be sleeping for eight hours a day. Eight hours a day is one third of your day. You want to be sleeping for one, you sleep, if, you, if somebody is sleeping one third, the person stays for, lives for 60 years, the person has slept for 20 years. Who person that 20 years? And there are people that sleep more than eight hours a day. That is why the Bible says that well, yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of your hands, and poverty shall come upon you like an armed man. That's what the Bible says. You know what a little sleep, a little slumber is? I'll show you. When you went there, you, you set the alarm for 4 a.m. and you wake up, a little sleep, let me make it 4.15. A little slumber, 4.30. A little, a little, let, let me change my position. <laughs> uh, just a little sleep, let me change my position. You woke up at 4.45 and you realize that ah, it was as if it's a shower. Shower, you heard some raindrops. You're like, wow, the rain is a bit more, it's a bit colder. Let me, let me, let me change my sleep gear. Let me move to another level. And as you are doing like that, as you are doing like that, you are, you see, as you are doing like that, you are fulfilling scripture. The poverty is coming like an armed man. Then when the person sleeps like that, then the person now wants miracle money. Shit! Who can send your mirror or your lefty? What does that? Who have a miracle money? Shit! Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. With all due respect to lefties, but you know, I'm just trying to say that God. God is a just and a right person. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. No, but brother, I, said, I want you to get this message. I want you to run with this message. That you, I want you to vow to yourself that I'm going to strive for mastery. I'm going to be the best in my field. If you take like a chef, you take a skilled chef. You know why sometimes when you go outside the country, they are setting, or you watch some of these food channels and things, you see that they are selling a meal, one food, a meal for $1,000. What, what is it about the food that is being sold for $1,000? I'll tell you, it's not the ingredients. So it's a skilled chef. It has been prepared by a master chef, a skilled chef. That is why it is being sold for $1,000. You, your food that you sell. Your, your, I, I, what? Oh, my God. Even, even, even the, the, the price
Why is he selling? People are complaining. People are complaining that it's too expensive. Because there's no skill in the thing. There's no skill in the thing. But you, you know, you, you must be skilled. Amen. You, you take a skilled artist. Can I tell you something? If you have read this book, Outliers, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, he says something that for somebody to become a master in what he or she does, the person should have practiced for 10,000 hours. Ten thousand hours. You 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 think that food you take footballers and, and you you see you are watching the footballers, you are admiring their skills, you know the practice behind it, you know the te- how temperate they have been, you know how they have denied themselves. Go and ask them. You see them training on the beach side. You know why they are training on the beach side? Because it is difficult to run in the sand. So they decide to they decide to stretch themselves. They decide to bring themselves under hardship. That's what Paul said. He said, I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Let me tell you something. Every great person you know wakes up early. That's why it's not, you should not, you, you know, and, and you see a lot of people that they see rich people drive rich uh, nice cars and things and then they'll, they'll be complaining, talking about that and say, wow, look at this. But no. Do you know how they got their work? Many of them, they worked hard. They wake up early. By 3 a.m., they are up. While they are up, others are sleeping. You can't compete with them. They are masters. They are striving for mastery. There's a burden on my heart. And I believe it's a burden from God. I'm communicating the burden of God, not just to you, but to myself also. That it is time for us to strive for mastery in whatever we do. As ministers of the gospel, we must strive for mastery. We must be shepherds. I'm saying it to myself. I'm saying it to my pastors. I'm saying it to my church workers and shepherds. We must strive for mastery in the things that we do. We must strive for mastery in the understanding of the word of God. In the teaching of the word of God. In the shepherding work. In the operation of the anointing. We must strive for mastery. Whatever you are doing, we must strive for mastery. Amen. At the workplace, you must strive for mastery. There are, there are a lot of people that are complaining for increase in salary, but I'm telling you, if we are to evaluate them, they don't deserve an increase in salary. They don't deserve an increase. Listen, if you deserve an increase in salary, it will be given to you. I say by the grace of God, I know when I was working, a certain company I was working, my boss himself, my director of engineering, he came to my office and told me that he has to increase my salary. I, I didn't ask for salary, but when they saw my productivity, he himself came that he has to increase my salary. So don't be there. You see, so when you see people at the workplace and all complaining that they want, they are going on a looter, they should shut up. Don't lose their, they are the ones that lose their job when they, they go hungry. What have you done? What is your productivity? Have you, are you skilled in what you do? You must be skilled in what you do in such a way that you are not replaceable. If you are replaceable, you are not skilled in what you do. Your boss must look for you. Your boss must want you. Hallelujah. What is your skill? What is, what is your field? What are you doing? Decide to be the best in it. Decide to be the best. Say, I decide to be the best. Say, I strive for mastery. Say, I am temperate in all things. Amen. You can't live an ordinary life. Refuse to be mediocre. Refuse to live an ordinary life. What is it that you do? Decide to be the best. Are you an accountant? Are you a lawyer? Are you an engineer? Are you a video editor? 
are you are you a doctor are you are you are you are you a professional what what do you wear what do you do are you a chef are you a tailor are you a seamstress you know you see people who people who joke people who crack, uh, comedians you think it's easy to be a comedian have you ever tried saying a joke and everybody was looking at you straight like that it's not it's not a joke. Listen, go and ask all of them. They study. They read. They study. They make research into jokes. They make research into human psychology. They, they, they are psychologists. They have studied the thing. They have studied what it is that makes people laugh. They, they have learned how to read people. So that when they stand before the audience, they can descend the mood of the audience and what to say per time to change the mood of the audience. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. They are, they are striving for mastery in what they do. May you not be ordinary in Jesus' name. Tell the person, tell the person I refuse to be ordinary. Tell the person I strive for mastery. So that it's temperate in all things. It's temperate in all things. In all things. If you like, try gymming and see. You realize that there are rules. You know, you know. I, I started gymming. And after one week, two weeks, I was so tired. You know, I, I, was, I, I wanted to stop. So, but I was, as I was going to, I, I got up one day and I knew that I still have to go to a gym. And I said to myself that, hey, I respect all those that, that are consistent in their gymming. I respect all those that have, have give, applied themselves and they have become muscular. But my, my brother, bra, brother, if you see somebody who is muscular, Pachociano. Pachociano. The discipline, the consistency, the pain, the stress, the food. You, listen, I, I'm, I'm trying to let you see that I respect anybody who is doing well. Anybody you see in any field that is doing well, respect the person. Because a person is striving for mastery. And it's not an easy thing to be a master. It's not an easy thing to be a master. It requires temperance. Being temperate in all things. In the things you eat. The things you wear. In your conversations. In your associations. You know, you can't just associate with anybody. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And he says that, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly. Look at 26. Can you give me 26? He's saying, I therefore so run, not as what uncertainly. You know what a lot of people do? They are running uncertainly. They are running with no goal. They are working aimlessly. They are doing things just like that. Without a focus. There's no focus. To ask you a question, are you living your life with focus? Your business is it with focus? You see people complaining. Monday, they are com the same people that were praying for a job and God gave them job. Monday, when it's time for them to go to work, they don't want to wake up and they start complaining. <laughs> it's true. When Monday is coming, that they, they say, Hey, the weekend was too short. When it gets to Friday, 
Thank God it's Friday. They are happy. No. Where ask all those who have been successful in their business. You'll be surprised. Monday to Sunday they are at it. Monday to Sunday they are at it. Monday to Sunday they are at it. 3 a.m. they are at it. Up to 10 p.m. they are at their work. They are striving for mastery. Praise the Lord. I therefore so run, not as uncertain. Look at what it says. So fight I, not as what? One that beateth the air. In other words, you must know your target. What is your target distinction? What is your target? Mastery. You must be a master. Tell your person that I decide to be a master. And then he says in verse 27 that, I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Brothers and sisters, this body likes good things, but you can never be a master. You know, I mean, just look at, you know, as I'm even speaking, I'm just even remembering um, some movies I watched some time past, like um, Kickboxer. You know, Kickboxer, what are those other action movies? And, and you see how they had to train. Van Damme. You see how he had to train. He had to train. You know, I'm, I'm just remembering seeing that uh, his leg, he had to kick a certain tree a lot of times. It was a coconut tree. Eh? <coughs> Kickboxer. He had to kick it a lot of time for pain. His whole leg became sore. He was keeping, his, he brought his body under subjection. He was, he was, he was killing. And I think I remember another time also, his legs, his hands, you know, he was putting his hands in stones and rocks or it was glass. It was glass. He crashed glass. He put his hands in crashed glass. Why? To kill the nerves. He was bringing his body under. And that is why he was a master. When we're watching those movies, we're not, we're not getting the proper lesson behind those movies. There were lessons we should have gotten from those movies. But we're just happy watching those movies. <laughs> Amen. Those movies should have taught us discipline and, and denying ourselves and the importance of pain. Present pain for future glory. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap of praise. Let's turn about the book of First Samuel 17, verse 21. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 21. How many of you have been blessed? How many of you are ready to strive for mastery? Amen. Decide to be the best. Decide to be better today than you were yesterday. Amen. And in order for you to be better today than you were yesterday, you must put in extra effort. Put in, you must, you must, listen, you must show up earlier than others. I'm telling you, you must show up earlier than others. You must put in extra effort than others. You must, you must go the extra mile. You must do more than other people are doing. Amen. Amen. That is how you, you'll be better. That is how you be a master what you are doing. And of course, it's not like you are competing with other people, but you must compete with yourself. You must decide to, I pray for you, may you be a, you, 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 can I tell
tell you something. The Spirit of God just reminded me of something. <laughs> you, can, 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 I, can, I, can, I, can I preach? Can I preach? You know what the Spirit of God just told me? A lot of people, it's not that the word of prophecy is not true. Are you with me? A lot of people have received prophecies. So it's not that the word of prophecy is not true. Let me show you what, what happens. The prophecy comes to them. And the prophecy goes back because when the prophecy comes to them, the prophecy is expecting a higher version of themselves. <laughs> so when the prophecy comes and it meets a lower version of themselves, the prophecy goes back. Let's face it. If you have received a prophecy that I go to have a car and you don't have a driver's license, can, can you drive the car? So that means that the prophecy that you are having a car implies that you should have gone to driving school and obtained your license for you to drive the car. So the car was coming, but the car realized that you don't have the driver's license. The car went away. You received the prophecy that your husband or your wife is coming, but you have not learned humility. Who casa dodo? Who casa by heart? Into Nipanu Baye, or Baye, or who say, ah, get away, I don't know what to say, or casa by heart, or casa rough rough, or casa to say, Tomorrow, I chose a layer, I chose a cole, I chose a cole, Mayone, Mayone, I chose a cole. And so the guy went away. I trust it's a how do you say the tree? Yantitino. Yeah, yeah, titino. Oh, yan titino of ye. Bema no baye. Namedi ni bema no baye na bema no who say ah get away yan titino of ye bema no say debi on to me. It's a yes, I yes, I won't come no, and yes, I yan yo default, and yes, and yamia boa, nami or the okayano, a yam partner, or bayano. You are not a better version of yourself. You are not a better version of yourself. You are not a better version of yourself. That's why the blessings have been passing left, right, center, and not coming to pass. Because when it comes, you are not improved. When it comes, the prophecy was assigned to you a certain version of you. When it came, it has a certain, and that is why we have, you know, softwares 2.0, 3.0, the, the, a better version. May you upgrade in Jesus' name. May you upgrade in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, this week, I want to say something. It applies to a certain son of mine. I'll not mention his name, but you. This week, I was, just, I was just meditating. And then the Lord just spoke to me this week. In the course of the week. You know, that he reminded me, of, the Lord reminded me of a prophecy I had given to a certain son of mine. That I, you know, God blessed me and God graced me. I worked in, I worked in a multinational company. I tended in my resignation. And I traveled, I, I, I travel, I worked in so many nations of the world. At least, if I'm to count, at least 20 plus nations. <laughs> yeah. US, Japan, um, Ghana, Nigeria, Chad, Angola, um, um, Egypt, Dubai, UAE, um, um, where, where? Um, Ivory Coast. You know, just plenty of nations. Czech Republic. Listen, so I gave a prophecy that a person is going to work in a multinational company. This week, the Lord said to me, the, the, you, know, you know what the Lord said to me this week? The Lord said to me, but that's your son. 
He has not come to ask you for you to teach him how to work in the multinational company. Because the truth of the matter is that it takes a certain skill to work in a multinational company. If you don't have that skill, you can't work. And I say it with all humility. There are a lot of people who can't work in multinational companies. They can't. They can't. When they go, if, 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 let me show you something. If grace even pushes them there, they themselves will push themselves out. Because they have not learned the skill. The, the, the mastery of working in a multinational company. Do you know what? I worked, I worked in Egypt. I was leading a crew of more than 30 people. I couldn't speak Arabic. I was able to lead them. We finished the job before schedule. Oh, oh, oh my, you don't, oh my God. <laughs> you can ask my wife. My, my wife, I, when I was working in Egypt at the time, she came to visit me. The people extended my stay. I should have finished the extent. They actually wanted to give me a working permit for so that I was I'll, I'll relocate to Egypt. I took it to God in prayer that God, my, my, my assignment was. But, but why would they want me to relocate to Egypt? Because they saw the skill. They saw the skill. And that's why I'm saying that if you receive a prophecy that you are going to work, I said. I see you are working at multinational company. Can I tell you something? Rather than you, rather than you, and that's what a lot of Christians do. I receive it. Hey, I receive it. Hey, glory to God. I'm working in a multinational company. Woo! Master, Master, Jaisa Rofno. Put your buttons on the chair. Ask yourself, what does it take to work in a multinational company? What, what, is the, what is the skill needed? Begin to develop that skill. Be, begin to develop that talent, that ability. What does it take to, de, to work in the mountain? Because you let me tell you something. A lot of Ghanaians are lazy. A lot of Ghanaians are poor work ethic. They can't survive anywhere. So when you receive that prophecy, don't just shout, I receive it. Put your buttocks. Let me put, put your buttocks. <laughs> put your buttocks on the chair. Buy books, go to seminars, go online. What does it take to work in a multinational company? Begin to develop yourself, your speaking abilities, how you comport yourself. How you comport yourself, how you carry yourself about. You begin to develop yourself. And when you develop yourself, the blessing would come. When you develop yourself and the offer comes, you realize that you are prepared for it. Can I, can I preach? Can I preach? Can, can I preach it like I'm feeling it? Let's turn our Bible to book of 1 Samuel 17. I want us to look at um, David. David was a skilled person. David was a master. David was able to kill Goliath because he had, he had strove for mastery. I want to get some few lessons from David. And then we pray, and I want to encourage you, run with this word. Tell the parent that you run with this word. The way you receive the word of prophecy, and you are all believing for miracle money and all that, please believe this one more. Because miracle money, I told you, it doesn't sustain. When you have this, can you imagine when, when you are a master, would you need to pray for money? But no, 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 Let, let's be frank. Would you need to pray for money? The money will just be coming, flowing, flowing. You cry. You know, you know, sometimes when have you noticed that someone who is skilled at his work, 
Sometimes you can bring the person an offer with a lot of money, the person will say no. Isn't it? Because the person has a lot of contracts and the person is so skilled, the person so if the person declines your offer, it won't change the person anyway. It won't change the person anyway. So the money is just flowing. The offers are just flowing like that. Why? Because the person is a master. The person is a master. The person has strove for mastery. May you strive for mastery in Jesus' name. When you strive for mastery, that is when the prophecy will come to pass. Amen? That's when the prophecy will come to pass. Hallelujah. First Samuel chapter 17. I read verse 21, 27, verse 31 to 40. The Bible says that from verse 21, For Israel and the Philistines had put the battle in array, army against army, and David left his courage in the hand of the keeper of the courage, and ran into the army, and came and saluted his brethren. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up, wow, See, there came up what? The champion, the Philistine of God. Can I tell you something? In this life, you meet champions. Are you prepared to meet that champion? Okay, champion, but I pay. <laughs> you, you meet a champion. And the champions come in different forms. Sometimes the champion comes as an exam. As an interview, the champion comes as an interview. Sometimes the champion counts for some gentlemen. The champion counts as a beautiful lady that you have to be able to propose to. Uh. <laughs> can, you, can you approach the lady? And the lady is using a sports car. The, the lady is using a Range Rover sport. <laughs> can you go forward as she's, as she's entering her car the government says oh hi lady you're, you're looking good I, I want to get to know you can you go forward be bold and go forward and talk to her <laughs> hallelujah I'm saying that you meet champions. Are you ready to meet that champion? Are you ready to meet that champion? Amen. For us in the work of the ministry, sometimes that champion you meet, you, you, are, you, are, called to, you are called to pray for somebody, somebody with a, 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 a situation of demon possession. A situation of demon possession, you are called to cast out the demon. <laughs> Will you be able to cast out the demon? Or the demon will look at you and say, I know you. <laughs> the demon will look at you and say, Ah, you just ate fufu. <laughs> Are you coming to cast me out? You have not joined money to before. You are coming to cast me out. 
Hallelujah. I'm saying that we'll meet champions. Somebody say we'll meet champions. But when you meet that champion, may you be prepared. May you be skilled to overcome that champion. Hallelujah. Verse 23, the Bible says that, and as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of God, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines, and spake according to the same words. And David heard them. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, they fled from him and were so afraid. All the men fled from Goliath and they were so afraid. All the soldiers of Israel, they fled. They were afraid of Goliath. May you not run away in Jesus' name. May you face the challenges in Jesus' name. May you go through the storms in Jesus' name. But what is it that will help you to go through the challenges and the storms? When you are skilled. When you have strove for mastery. That is what will help you. Now look at it. And the men of Israel said, verse 25, Have you seen this man that has come up? Surely to defy Israel is he come up. And it shall be that the man who killed him, the king who enriched him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. Look at what it says. The king will enrich him with great riches. That's what I'm saying, that riches, when you are, when you are a master, riches will come to you. Brothers and sisters, uh, don't be rely on miracle manual. We are to create wealth. He gave us the ability to create wealth. I told you, miracle money comes. God gives miracle money when people are in debt or in the wilderness. But you can't. Oh, you do you want to do you, do you want to live a life of always being in debt and wilderness? No. So it comes. Look at look at look through scripture. Anytime there was a certain supernatural provision, it's because there was a shortage. There was a shortage. So God intervened. But God doesn't want us to live a, a life of He's inter, always intervening. No. He wants us to live that place of our cup is always running over. And that one, it comes through creating wealth. It comes through being a master. It comes through us being a master. Being a master. Striving for mastery. Being so skilled that you are in demand across the nation. Across the nations of the world. Because you know how to cook. You are a skilled chef. Someone say, wow. Look at what it says. And David, say, I love David. And David spoke to the men that stood by him saying, you know, David heard it. David heard it, but he asked again. He said that. And David spoke to the men that stood by him saying, ah, what shall be done to the man that killed this Philistine and take it away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him after this manner saying, so shall it be done to the man that killeth him. David heard it too, but he asked again. Ah, he, he asked again. Ah, are you saying that the king, this this the king is offering riches to anyone that killeth this uncircumcised Philistine? Eh, eh, no, 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 no. Say it again. Say it again. Are you saying that the king will give his daughter? Wow, that daughter that is in the palace. What a shepherd boy. So the, a shepherd boy like me, I can marry the king's daughter. Wow! What a prize! Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can you marry the king's daughter? As a person, if there's a guy next to you, ask him, can you marry the king's daughter? 
Ah, if there's a guy next to you, ask him, can you marry the king's daughter? Can you marry the king's daughter? <laughs> As a person, do you have what it takes to marry the king's daughter? As a person, can you run the king's daughter? <laughs> Hallelujah. Now let's jump to verse 31. The Bible says that and when the words were and when the words were heard, which David speak. You know, so David was always David was saying that oh he can kill the Philistine, circumcised Philistine. The Bible said that they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for David. May the king send for you in Jesus' name. Listen, the king has a problem. The king, kings, let me tell you something. Kings have problems. And they, they are looking for somebody skilled enough to meet their problem, to solve their problems. Your managing director at work, he has a problem. He's looking for someone who is skilled enough to solve that problem. Your CEO has a problem. He's looking for someone who is skilled enough to solve that problem. Will he send for you? Are you skilled enough that you, he will send for you and you can resolve his problem for him? Because if you can resolve the problem of your CEO, resolve the problem of your managing director, resolve the problem of your pastor, look at this answer. What will be given to you? Riches will be given to you. Riches will be given to you. Maybe his daughter will be given to you too. But riches will be given to you. Are you, are you skilled enough? Have you trained yourself and prepared yourself to solve the king's problems? The king has a problem. And the, king, the riches is with the king. He has a problem. But if you can solve his problem for him, he will give them riches to you. Why are people broke? They are not solving problems. Why are people mediocre? They are not solving problems. But if you can solve the king's problem, I'm telling you, you receive your reward. May you receive your reward in Jesus' name. Receive grace to solve the king's problems. And he sent for him. Verse 32, and David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. I love David. Let no man's heart fail because of that Philistine. Thy servant to go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock, and I went out after him, and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard. Can you imagine it? I caught him by the, the beard of the lion. It's a lion, right? He caught the lion by the, be the beard. Hey! Say, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he had defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord had delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear. He'll deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. And Saul armed David with his armor, and he put an helmet of brass upon his head. Also, he armed him with a coat of mail. So he put him, he put, Saul put his whole armor on David. But look at what happened. Verse 10, and David gathered his sword upon his armor, and he assayed to go. So after David had put on all the full armor of the king, he, he assayed to go. He, he tried to go. But as he tried to go, he said he had not proved that, that he was not comfortable with it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. And David put them off him. And look at what happened. And he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook 
and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had, even in the script. And a sling was in his hand. And he and look at what he said. And the Bible says that, look at the last part. He says that, and he drew near to the Philistine. Let me show you what happened. You know, they were the, the Philistine army were at a place, and the Israelite army too were at a place. So they have to all meet in the middle to fight. They, those are one-on-one combat. Before, before the Philistine even started walking, David started walking towards the Philistine. <laughs> before the Philistine started coming to the, to the center of the battleground, David started moving forward. David was not afraid. I want to show you three things you need in order for you to strive for mastery from the lesson of David. And then we close. And you run with this word all through the month of September and beyond. Amen. The first one, the first thing that you need, you must believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Believe in who God has made you. Believe in the gifts that God has given you. Believe in the talents that, believe in the abilities that God has given you. I realized that a lot of, you know, this week the Lord spoke to me. And you know what the Lord said to me? The Lord said to me that we should stop saying young man, young woman. It has crippled a lot of Ghanaians. Because a lot of Ghanaians are men and women. But that phrase, young man, is, is they are waiting to, to move from being young man to being man. Let me tell you, brothers, the moment you pass teenage, teenage, you are a man and a woman. The moment you cross 19, you are not a young man, you are a man. Take responsibility. At, by, by 20, you must take responsibility. As a man, by 20, you, as a woman, you must take responsibility. People are waiting to be 40 before they take No, 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 no. The moment you cross teenage, you are a man. So I'm telling you, stop saying young man in this church. From henceforth, no one should say young man, young man. We are all men and women. The moment you cross 19, you are a man. You are a full-bodied man. What age did David kill Goliath? At what age? 17. David killed Goliath at age 17. Who trained 45? Now I come Goliath. Look at Jesus Christ. What age did Jesus finish his mission? 33. You are waiting to be 50 before you do something for God. Watch out. Watch out. At what age did, did, did Joseph become prime minister of Egypt? Age 30. 30 years. That, that mentality, young man, is a young man. Oh, uh, there's some young men in the house. Which young man? Which, which, which young man? I'm a man. Tell Penetra, I'm a man, a woman. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for mastery. So, so anytime we say young man, young woman, subconsciously, we think that we are still in a youthful age, so we should still wait. We have time. Oh, no, 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 no. Brother, Pacho, Sisawadjin, Sisawadjin. Tap the person next to you, tell the person, Sisawadjin. Believe in yourself. Believe in who God has made you. Believe in who God, believe. You know, I love David so much. David believed in what God had given him, the sling and the stone. That was what he used to go and kill Goliath, the sling and the stone. A lot of people don't believe in themselves. A lot of, you know, but the Bible tells us the Lord, the Lord spoke to Jeremiah. Look at what God said to Jeremiah. Say not you are a young person. Say not you are a child. That's what God said to Jeremiah. Say not you are a child. 
Now I'm telling you God's word. Say not you are a child. I've been saying you are a child all these years. Don't say that again. Don't look down on yourself. Don't belittle. If, see, if Dr. Ewan can achieve this, you, you, those of you here, those of you watching, if, with all due respect to Dr. Ewan, I, 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 like I told you, I've, I can, I've come to appreciate him. I, I salute the man. He has achieved great things. Don't criticize him because you have not done what he has done. You are only permitted to criticize somebody or talk about somebody when you have done more than the person. If you have been able to gather Sarkodie, Belamudi, who are the other people that he gave awards to? Oh, and they believe him. He, he was able to gather all these people and give them awards. They came for his program. Together with dignitaries and all, he gathered them. VH, VH came to the with security escorts. They came for the award ceremony. He has been able to do that. But your own yeah, men can ask Amen. Hallelujah. I like the guy. I have a view. I like the guy. You can criticize his flask, but it's a it's a, it's an award. You know, when I listen to the thing, I realize that what is you see, we are, we are laughing at him, but when I listen to the interview, I realize that he's correct. Because the thing is, the award is just a representation. So whether it's a flask, you know, I can use this as an award. If I'm, it's, it's a token. An award is a token. So if it's a, whether it's a flask, it's, it's a flower, it's a Bible, it's a, it's a shoe, it's, it's just a token. All those laughing at him, that's what I'm saying, that all those laughing at Dr. Ewan, what have they done? What have they done? Doctor, you have to share a message with me. Ciao, why? Me salute you. What boy, Juma? Me Jewudi. Me feel you, why? Me feel you, what? Say, say now, kind of, but Ghana's a young mutiny. I'm asking, Pacho, me feel you, me feel you. Doctor, we are doctor, I'm part. Hey, doctor. But do you know why he was able to do it? He believed in himself. You that you are there, that you think you are better than him, you don't believe in yourself like that. Listen, I'm saying that I watched the interview, I realized that his English is not good. I realized that Taflacha is not so handsome. But he believed in himself. <coughs> Sorry. He believed in himself. You are more handsome than him, but you don't believe in yourself. You speak better English than him, you don't believe in, in yourself. Maybe you have better certificates than him. You don't believe in yourself. And that's why you are not striving for mastery. Believe in yourself. Look at this account. David believed. When David heard that, ah, who is this champion Goliath? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that defied the armies of Israel? And David heard that so shall be done to the person who, def who defeats Goliath. The king will give him riches. The king will give him his daughter. The king will not let his family pay dues or taxes. David, you know, when David heard that, you know what David was thinking? Wow. I'm going to marry the king's daughter. David, David was just envisaging pam, pam, bana, pam, and the, the, the king's, the, the princess. 
Pam, pam, pana. Pam, pam, pana. The, the David was just envisaging. You may kiss your bride. Ha! Kissing the princess. Kissing the princess. Tell the person that you tell the person, kissing the princess. When they will preach a message, kissing the princess. You guys remind me when I'll preach, I'll preach that kissing the princess. Do you have what it takes to kiss the princess? Do you believe that you you can? What's kissing tree? Do you believe you can kiss the princess? David believed that he could kiss the princess. A shepherd boy. A shepherd boy. From the backside of the desert, his face dark with this, his 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 complexion darkened with the sun. He believed he could kiss the princess. A lot of us don't believe we can kiss the princess. A lot of people don't believe they can achieve great things. But may you believe, Doctor Yuan believed he could kiss the princess. <laughs> may you, may you believe. <laughs> believe. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I believe. Say, I believe in who God has made me. I believe God's anointing is upon me. Say, I believe I'm destined for greatness. Hallelujah. So number one, believe in yourself. I want to encourage you. Believe in yourself. Believe in who God has made you. No matter your circumstance, believe that you can make it. Believe that you can make it. No matter where you find yourself, no matter what you've been through, no matter the situations. Like I said, David was at the backside of the desert. David was not a soldier. He was not part of the army. David just came to the battleground to bring food to his brothers. But he believed that he could kill Goliath. Believe it. Believe that you can be a champion. Believe that you can be a master. Of what you are because if you don't believe it, no, I'm just remembering. Uh, Wizard, can you post that? Uh, I think I sent you something. If you just, just post it, I'll, I'll, I'll read it for us. I want to believe. Believe in yourself. Amen. Now, look at this is a statement by uh, Marianne Williamson. And look at what she says. She says that our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? We were born to manifest the glory of God that is within us. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. Who are you not to be talented? Who are you not to marry the king's daughter? Who are you not to receive riches? Who are you not to be that master chef? Who are you? Why do you think you cannot be that skilled singer? You should be. You should be. Don't be thinking that. Don't, don't, don't. Don't, you see, don't let that fear come upon you. I have a certain friend that quoted this in another way. He said that, this is what he said. He said, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is, somebody, is that somebody who eats the leftover jollof before we get home. <laughs> somebody, but don't mind that guy. <laughs> This is what you must focus. Please give it, give it to me again. Our deepest fear 
It's not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Believe in who God has made you. Stop giving excuses that you are young, you don't have money, you are old, you can't walk well, you can't talk well, you are not educated, you didn't finish the degree, you don't have certificate. Oh, too, too, too much excuses, too much excuses, too much excuses. Believe in yourself. Say, I believe in myself. The next one is practice. The next one is practice. David was, had been practicing. Look at what he said in verse 34. David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. David, as he was in the backside of the desert, he had been practicing. He had killed the lion. He had killed the bear at the backside of the desert. He had been practicing. Brothers and sisters, if you don't practice, you cannot attain mastery. If you don't practice, maybe that's a quote for somebody. If you don't practice, you can never attain mastery. You must, listen, you must practice till you get to the place where the moves you make are subconscious. You get what I'm saying? That is when it means that you have practice. You practice so much that it's like, you, you don't think without, you think, you act without thinking. Just like how you, you blink, you know, you, when you're blinking, it's, it's a reflex move. It's a reflex, you're not really thinking. You don't sit down and say that, I'm coming to blink. You can do that, but as you're walking around and all that, you're blinking, but you're not really thinking of blinking. It's a reflex, reflex action, an, an unconscious action. In the same way, you must practice. Man, you must, if, if you're a keyboardist and instrumentalist, you must practice so much that as soon as your, your hands touch the keyboard, then you, you, are, you, are, you are asleep as your, 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 your hands are playing. You, you are asleep but your hands are playing. Because your, your hands just know what to touch, what to move. Reflex. Man. You are a master chef. You should be able to toss the pancake in the pan. Some people, when they throw it, then the thing will fall down. <laughs> When you're frying egg, you should be able to toss it and then to land, to land gently, to it will Ah, the gentleman is he, he, he's thinking about proposing to you, but when he came to visit you, visit you, you gave him peche egg. You think that he will propose to you? Uh, <laughs> it goes on now, peche. <laughs> it goes on now, peche. <laughs> Look, am I preaching? Or you boil egg for your husband and, and then when you are removing the, the eggshell, then it will, it will tear all the egg. <laughs> no, am I preaching? No skill, no skill. <laughs> no skill. I mean, I was talking about the guys now, I want the ladies. No skill. But there must be skill. Tell a person that you be skilled. But it takes practice, isn't it? 
That's what I'm saying. David, before he faced Goliath, he had been practicing. Practicing, you know, he, was, he had been practicing where nobody could see him. The backside of the desert. When he was killing the lion, there was nobody there to give him fans. No, when, he was, when he was killing the lion, you know when he was killing the lion and the bear, there was nobody there. Nobody was, and ladies were not there to be waving tambourines and waving flowers and things, you know. But after he killed Goliath, the Bible that the ladies were singing his praises. David has killed tens of thousands. The ladies were now singing, playing their tambourines, celebrate, celebrating David. Wow. But when he was practicing, nobody was there. Nobody was there. Learn to practice. Give yourself to practice. I told you that for you to be a master at something, you must have put in 10,000 hours. How many hours have you put in? How many hours have you put in? Practice. And I want to challenge everybody, every one of us, church workers, at your workplace. I mean, we are working in the church, at your workplace, at the home. If we are going to make an impact in our generation, if we are going to show our generation that we are the anointed of God, we are the called of God, we must strive for mastery. Amen? Hallelujah. So practice, I'll say practice. And the third one, the third one is courage. Be courageous. And we see it in David. David decided to charge, to walk towards the Philistine. David decided to face the Philistine. Although the Philistine was a champion, David was courageous. Can I tell you something? A lot of people that are not courageous, eh, they lose the battle even before the battle starts. Those who are, those who are living in fear, those who are afraid, eh, before the battle starts, they have lost the battle. So they lose, they, they, they die before they die. They die. <laughs> They die before they die. They die first. They died mentally before they died physically. They lost mentally before they lost physically. Before they went into the example, before they went entered the exam, they told themselves that they'll fail. Isn't it? Example, before they proposed to the lady, they told themselves that oh, the lady will bounce them. So they chop bouncing in their head inside. Then it happened physically also when they went to the chop bounce. As a pendency, are you like that? As a pendency, why like this? Why like this? This year you're not going to chop bouncing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap of an amen. Be courageous. Tell the to be courageous. Decide to be courageous. Amen. I want, I want to ask you a number of questions and then we close. Just for you to think on. I, I've, I've given you three points. Remember, I've taught you about striving for mastery. And then I've given us the example of David. Three points from the example of David. David was a man that was a master. And we see that in he killing Goliath. Three points. Number one, believe in yourself. Number two, practice. Number three, be courageous. Believe in yourself. Number two, practice. Number three, courageous. So, under these various uh, points, I want to ask you a number of questions as I close. Number one, in believing in yourself, 
What are your top five gifts and skills? What are your, do you know your top five gifts and skills? Your top five gifts and skills or abilities. Do you know them? You should know them. When you know them, it will help you believe in yourself. Everybody has something. What are your top five gifts and skills or abilities? And then also, do you love yourself enough to work hard for your dreams? Do you love yourself enough to work hard for your dreams? Some people, they don't love themselves. That's why they want to fail. Anybody who wants to fail does not love himself. Anybody who wants to live a mediocre life does not love himself enough. The person wants to waste his life. But do you love yourself enough to work hard for your dreams? Then what are the things, the wrong thoughts and mindsets preventing you from moving to your next level? What are the wrong thoughts and mindsets that are preventing you from moving to your next level? Some people believe that they are too young. Some people think that they have a lot of time. Some people are thinking that their father, their mother did not help them. Some people are thinking, praying that somebody will come from somewhere to help them. <laughs> All these are wrong thoughts. You can help yourself. This week, I, I was teaching on money to that Satan, in our, in our success and failure, Satan is irrelevant. You know, I realize that we, we have overrated Satan. Do you know how I know that we have overrated Satan? I'll show you. Did Satan stop you from coming to church today? How come all the forces of hell could not stop you from coming to church today? All the powers of darkness could not... Do you know that for you to have come to church today, you could have stopped yourself? Satan... Listen, all of you here, you've written exams. Has Satan ever stopped you from entering the exam hall? So it's, you make you see that Satan... The power Satan has is the power we have given him. The power Satan has is how we believe that he can influence us. So to the degree that we believe that he can influence us, he influences us. But if you don't think about him like that, there's nothing he can do. If Satan couldn't stop you from coming here, Satan cannot stop you from being prosperous. You woke up. You yourself decided to come here. You woke up. You had your bath. You drove your car. You picked that Uber. You picked Trotro. You walked. You came to church. Satan couldn't stop you on the road telling you, Satan cannot stop you to your place of destiny. What are the things that are preventing you? What are the thoughts, the wrong mindsets preventing you from moving to your next level? Then, when it comes to practice, when it comes to practice, you should be able to answer these questions. How much time in a day and week do you give to working on your skill or gift? How much time in a day and week, you give to working on your skill or your gift. Do you have a mentor to help you develop your skill or gift? Some of you that say that you are singers. Which, which mentor are you learning from? Which great singer are you learning from? Do you have a mentor to help you in your skill or gift? Do you prefer progress or pleasure as a person next to you? Do you prefer progress or pleasure? Do you prefer to work on your skill or to sleep an extra hour? Do you prefer to save that 50 Ghana cities 
and buy a book that will help you in your personal development. Or you prefer to use that 50 Ghana CDs for Pinkberry or pizza or kebab. Or take your friends. Go and buy kebab for your friends. Chichinga sausage. Which one do you prefer? Progress or pleasure? I did. Say, baby, I'm practicing as how I did. Oh, say, baby, I did. Now I'm drinking. I say, I drink. Whoa, if you baby, I'm not, I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. Oh, baby, me besides, I say, wait now. What drink? Buffet. I say, what drink? For for what? For what? Say, drink, bra, bra, drink. I say, I drink. You know the reason why people are not progressing. They are not thinking. If you start thinking, you see that you have to make changes in your life. You know, sometimes people ask questions, say, and I realize that they are not thinking. Because the truth of the matter is that if you think, you have the answer. If you think, you have the answer. Somebody will ask, as a worker, how can I balance my time? How can I balance my, my work life, my family life, my church life? The person is not thinking. I'm telling the person not thinking because let's, let's, if you sit down and you think, you'll see how to balance your time. You, uh, am I lying? Uh, am I lying? You'll see how to balance your time. How many, you, you sit down, you see, oh, I spend it, how many hours do I have to sleep? How many hours do I spend at work? How many hours do I spend at church? And you realize, when you think, you realize that it all comes down to discipline. Teach me, teach me how to balance my time. Me trail day. I didn't know I had discipline. Me child, eh? Then I'm in child. Me, 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 me child. Me, me child, eh? Oh, bang. Can, can, can I preach it like I'm feeling it? Me child, eh? Discipline, oh, oh. But also, tenacity, not dream. Ude, ude, udafu, kasa, kasa, kasa. Ube, bisame, say, how do I balance my time? Who share TV? Who share Facebook, WhatsApp? Who share WhatsApp two hours? Ube, bisame, say, how do I balance my time? Usha series, sir. Ube Bissam say, how do I? It me catch out today. Me me catch out today. Me me catch out today. What does sir? Ten hours. What da? Ube Bissam say, how do I balance my time? Me me catch out then, bio. Koda koda. Koda why? Koda koshe movies. Ko what's up? <laughs> Say, help me, Jesus. Brothers and sisters, this is a message from God. God wants us to strive for mastery. God wants us to. A lot of people are dependent on your success. Generations after are dependent on your success and my success. We cannot afford to fail the generations after us. We must strive for mastery. We must be masters in what we do. Alright, this other question that I want you to think about. Do you do a little bit more than expected? Do you do a little bit more than expected? Do you do a little bit more than expected? Do you do a little bit more than expected? And then this question also, all under practice. Would you, pre would you be preferred to someone else in your field? Would you be preferred to someone else in your field? If your boss wants to send someone on an errand, 
Or if your boss, there's a special project at work and your boss has to choose, will he choose you or you choose another person? Strive for mastery so that he'll choose you. If he doesn't choose you, you're not yet a master. You're not yet. And yet, which is no fee, your father's house and your mother's house. You have not strove for much. What does that? I a human person would boss no on a human no mouth. Oh, see, I, I'm telling you that I'm, you know. I pray that you connect for the money. Last, I thought I thought of money due. Our success eh, is not so dependent on God. Is not so dependent on Satan. It's dependent upon you and I. It's dependent upon you and I. God has played his part by giving us the abilities and the skills. Satan is just there trying to deceive. But it's up to you and I to do what we have to do. And then success will come. It's not Satan is, is an insignificant part. Or is, is, his influence is insignificant compared to your input and my input. Amen. Then courage. I want to ask you a question. And a courage. How often do you fail? How often do you fail? It's a good thing. If, you, if somebody is failing a lot, and when I say fail, I want you to understand it. It means that you are trying new things. You know, anytime you try something new, you, you would fail, isn't it? Have you ever seen a, 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 a baby or a toddler trying to walk? The toddler falls or the baby falls down, isn't it? So the falling down is like the baby has failed, but it shows that the baby is trying something. So you keep on trying and you keep on trying. So how often have you, and then you, how often have you failed? And then also, how, how often do you try new things? If you don't try new, if you are not trying a new thing, brother, if you are not trying new things, you know, you know, I'm say, let me say that if you are not trying new things, you are going back. That's what happened to Nokia. Nokia is not like they made a mistake. Oh. They didn't try a new thing. They didn't adopt new technologies. They were complacent. They were, the way they were doing things, that's how they were doing it. Ah, eventually, they ran out of business. On that day, the, the, the CEO of Nokia, he was crying. And as he was crying, he said, you know, I think he said something like, oh, they didn't do anything wrong. Something like this, but they didn't do the. It's not that they did something wrong, but they didn't do the right thing. They didn't do anything. They didn't improve. So what they were doing was working in their generation. But a new generation came. They had to adapt. They didn't adapt. They didn't try something new. So what new? As a person, you, you know, you ask yourself, what new thing are you trying? I'm asking you, not what new thing are you trying? If you're not trying a new thing brother, you are going back. If you have not read a new book, some people the whole year, they have not read a book. May catch you, you have gone back eight months. <laughs> Amen. What, what new, have you, have you decided to get to know somebody new in your field? Maybe someone who is skilled. Maybe you are a chef. So have you, have you made an attempt to meet another chef that's ahead of you? Maybe you are a tailor. Have you attempted to meet somebody? Tailor that's ahead of you. 
You are a photographer. Have you, have you learned a new software? Have you attempted to meet other for Have you gone for a photography conference? Wrong angle, wrong frame, wrong, wrong lighting, wrong everything, wrong. Who shall pictures out? Ah, now guy was a photographer. A friend of photographer. Ah, me cry, me, you see me, 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 you see Samsung, Samsung, let me have pictures. Nessu, Akita, camera, cassette, camera, cost, costly camera, moving around. Because he has not learned taking a course in photography. He has not gone for, he has not bought a book on photography. He has not analyzed, he has not attempted something new. Say serious. Strive for much. Hallelujah. I'm not like the message. I'm not believe we have to strive for much. I, I, I hope you are not angry with me. I, I hope you love me for the things I've shared with you. I hope you are sowing a seed into my life for the things I've shared. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Please take it as a message from God. It is a message that has spoken to me also. God is also dealing with me on it. And God wants to deal with each and every one of us on it. That we need to strive for mastery. We must refuse to be ordinary. We must decide to be different. We must decide to go to the next level. Refuse to be average. Refuse to be mediocre. To be average is to fail. To fail your generation. He that little is given, little is expected. And he that much is given, much is expected. If the people of the world who don't have Holy Ghost, you see, that's a mistake that we make. The people of the world don't have Holy Ghost, but they are working hard. You that you have Holy Ghost, you are not working hard. You think that, you know, let me tell you something. That is the, that's a, is the super, superstitions of Africans is what is affecting us. What are the superstitions of Africans? You know, we want, we want quick results. Do you know that? If, if right now, right now, right now, right now, I say that there's an anointing of God upon me. Come and touch this altar. You get 5,000 ganas. You see a lot of people rushing. You see a lot. To come and touch. Come and touch the altar. You see a lot of people rushing. You know why? It is, it's like quick. But if I tell you that work hard, you get 5,000 ganas. You, you, oh. <laughs> That's the thing with Africans. And, and that superstition superstitious African mentality we have brought it into Christ <coughs> sorry we have brought it into Christianity also so we want God to work magic miracle money, hey angels of prosperity hey an uncle from the US is sending you hundred Ghana hundred dollars, receive it in the name of Jesus hmm. extra <laughs> <laughs> As you go through this week, you meet a stranger who will give you a thousand Ghana cities. <laughs> you see, you like that one. You want to receive that one. But when I tell you that, listen, when you get back to when you get back home today, don't sleep. Sit up. Steady get sit, put your buttocks on your table. Plan for the week work hard steady through the night 
sleep at 11 p.m., wake up at 3 a.m., burn the midnight oil. <laughs> get to work one hour earlier than you are supposed to get to work. Leave work two hours later than when everybody has left work. Stay extra, extra two hours and work hard at, and be at work. You see, you don't, you don't like that one. Like you don't like that one. And Ben is bringing 5,000 Ghana cities. Tomorrow you see 10,000 under your pillow. Receive it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> you like that one. You like that one. But you see, God is not a magician. And the world is not, it's not magic like that. It doesn't happen like that. It is striving for mastery. Striving for mastery. Striving for mastery. I want you to talk to God. Shall we be on our feet right now? Wherever you are, those watching online. Those watching at the various branches. I want you to talk to God. Tell God that, Lord, I give myself to mastery. Lord, I choose to be a master. In what I do, Lord, lift up your hands and say, Father, Father, I choose to be a master. I choose to be a master. In what I do, in what I do, say, Lord, Lord I, decide I decide to be a master. To I, decide I decide to be skilled, to be skilled in, what I do. in what I do. In the name of Jesus, name of lift Jesus. up your voice and pray right now. Oh, pray in the name of Jesus. Pray, somebody lift up your voice and pray. Pray the Father, empower me to be a master in what I do. Lord, I make a quality decision to be a master in what I do. Somebody lift up your voice and pray. 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 Hallelujah. We are going to pray. I, I told you that there are three things we see in the life of David. He believed in who God has made him and the gifts God has given him. He practiced and he was courageous. Yes. I want to pray right now that the spirit of faith will rest upon you. Amen. That you will believe in who God has made you. Say after me, say, Father, Father I, believe I believe in your grace, in your grace upon my life. Upon my life. I, believe I believe in who you have made me, in who you have made me to be. To be. I, believe I believe in the gifting in the gifting. and the skill and the, skill. And the, talent. And the talent and the anointing and the that you have given me. In the name of Jesus, declare it. 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 Declare it.
In Jesus name. May the Lord make you courageous. May the Spirit of God prosper you. Amen. May the word you have received bear fruit in your life. Amen. Henceforth, you shall strive for mastery. You shall strive for mastery. In the name of Jesus, have we prayed. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap, offering as you take your seats.